and you'll see, I'll show you step by step. Here's the flooring that we're going to pick. Here's the paint we're going to pick. Here's the money we're going to decide to spend. And here's the things we're going to decide not to spend money on because there's a balance here of, hey, we're, we're fixing it up just good enough for rental, right? We don't want to overdo it and make it way too fancy because we're spending money we're not going to get back in monthly rent. So it's important that you learn these things because to your question, why don't the sellers just do it? They don't know how. Welcome to The Donkey and the Bee with your hosts, Brett and Laura Shotkavis, where we talk all things marriage, entrepreneurship, and finances. And today we have two special guests again, probably the most special guests we'll ever have on this show. And they're our daughters, Brooklyn, who's 12, and Blakely, who is 9. And <laughs> today we are discussing their new acquired asset. So Brooklyn and Blakely have had a business for about five years now, and they'll, they'll talk about this in a little bit when they introduce themselves. But they have been saving 70% of their income uh, to purchase an asset. And today, actually yesterday, was the day that it was purchased. And so we're going to be discussing that today. But before we do, I wanted them to briefly introduce themselves um, and just talk about their business and what they've been doing these past five years. Go ahead, Brooklyn. Hi, I'm Brooklyn. And... So me and my sister started off doing lemonade stands in the front of our yard, and we did this for like about a year until COVID hit, and we couldn't make homemade lemonade and sell it. So we, I started selling earrings at my parents' gym, and after that, Blakely joined with me, and then we started, uh, we had these little boxes, and we take it around the Georgetown Square, and then we went into... We started doing booths, and we did that at the Georgetown Market Days. We've been doing that for the past, like, four years, and we've gone to other booths now. We're in the Christmas Stroll and et cetera, and we are also in stores. Hi, I'm Blakely, and with the booths, we would take um, a tent. We'd set it up. We'd take a bunch of tables, and then we'd put our earrings on it. Then we'd just be out there for hours selling a bunch of stuff. That's right. So you do these events one or two times a month, and uh, Laura and I will take you all over Texas and set up your booths, and then you really run it yourself. It is 100% your business for you girls, and you make all the jewelry, you do the ordering, you run your social media and your website, you are selling it, you're doing all of these things, right? And we're literally just teaching you along the way step by step as you are growing we're teaching you another aspect of business and we started helping you a lot when you were little you were four and six but now you are virtually running the whole thing by yourself especially all the the vendor vets and sometimes you do two three day events and you work 12 hour days you know sometimes three days in a row and you girls have grown so much in your experience and knowledge being able to run a business and now you're really about to reap the rewards from that now, most people never really get to this spot in life where they are able to buy an asset. They're able to buy a rental property. And I'm super excited for you ladies because you're now 12 and 9 and you're here ready to purchase your own deal, right? You're going to buy an awesome house. I went and looked at this house over the weekend and you ladies were working. You were at an event 
And uh, so I snuck away, walked through this property, and made an offer to buy this property. And it's a it's a really fantastic house. Um, it is a little bit distressed, but it's pretty cosmetic in the rehab that it needs. So it's in North Austin. And I know you haven't been there yet, but I'll, I'll show you some photos of it. And we'll talk today about how we're going to structure this deal and how kids can actually own real estate. So before you move on, what does distressed mean? Distressed. Distressed is a problem. And I like to buy a problem and then solve it because it makes us money. So if somebody has a problem and this house has a couple problems, one is the owner of the house is not making their payments to the bank. For whatever reason, we don't know, but they stop making the payments to the bank and the bank is telling them, hey, you have one more shot to make the payments or else we're gonna take the house back from you. And so they decided that they wanna sell the house now and they wanna sell the house fast and at a discount because they needed to, to close right away. They need to sell the house because they can't make the payments to the bank. So we are gonna come in and we're gonna buy it. So why would the bank take the house? What would they do with it? The bank would take the house back because the people who borrowed money made a promise. They wrote down a piece of paper, I promise to pay you back this money certain amount every single month with interest. And if you don't follow your promise, the paper says the bank gets to take the house back. So the house is worth more than they owe to the bank. So they have money invested in the house, right? They could sell the house and make more money. So that's why they want to sell it. They want to sell it to you because you're going to pay them the money that they have in, in, in the house. It's called their equity. So the equity is the money that they have in the house. It's not cash, it's not money in their bank, but their house is worth more than they bought it for. So now if they sold it, they would get extra money, right? So that's why they wanna keep the house or they wanna sell it to get that money. Because if they don't sell it to us and they continue to not make payments to the bank, then the bank has the right to go and take the house away from them and have them move out of the house. And then the bank would own it and the bank would just sell it to somebody else. So we have this going on. So the sellers are motivated to sell the house quickly, but also the house needs a good amount of work. They didn't treat the house very nice. It has a little bit of foundation issues. That area is known to have soils that shift. So we went and had a quote, somebody come in and look at the foundation and they, they said they would dig in certain places around the house and put steel reinforcements to kind of stabilize the house. So we have to have that done. And that kind of scares some people, right? It scares a lot of people from buying it. But it doesn't scare us because we have done it a bunch of times. We know what the costs are. We know who to ask for these things. So we have a quote that says they'll do it for about $8,000. But there's cracks in the floor now. There's a little bit of cracks in the wall. It's really dirty in there. It's a little bit outdated. So we're gonna go in and we'll spend about $50,000 to fix all these things. We'll have the foundation fixed. We'll have the, the painters come, um, patch the walls, texture, paint. We'll put in new kitchen cabinets. We'll put in new floors and lights. And we'll make it look totally pretty and beautiful. Is it worth um, having it cheaper and having to do a lot more work on the house? It can be. And for us, it is. So I'll tell you about the numbers because here is why we are purchasing this property. 
And I guess for a little context, right, you know, ladies, we've gone and looked at a bunch of houses. We've looked at them in person. We've also looked at lots of them online. But why we chose to purchase this one is the answer to your question, that there is a big enough problem that when we solve it, we'll make a good profit. So the house, when it is fixed up, will be worth 480000 And we know because the houses in that neighborhood on the same street are selling for about 480000 and they're the same size. But they don't look like our house. They look nice. New countertops, new paint, new floors. It looks pretty. So if we made our house, it's the same size. It's just right down the street, the exact same prettiness, right? We fix it all up again then it will be worth that same amount. It'll be worth 480000 So now it's just simple math. We know that the value in about six months after we fixed it up is going to be four eighty. Now, how much did it cost us to make it pretty? It's going to cost us about $50,000. So we are buying this house for $282,000. So two eighty two plus 50000 right? So we are all in at about 332,000. And do you remember what we said the house will be worth? 480,000. 480, okay, fantastic. So this is what we're talking about with equity. Remember I said equity is not cash that you have, but it is money that is valuable inside of your property. So if our property is, will be worth 480,000, but we only spent 332,000, that difference there, that's our equity. So this is awesome. This is why we're buying it, because you are creating equity. You will have about $150,000 of equity in this deal, right? It'll be worth almost $500,000. You're putting $330,000 into it, and every year it's going to go up in value, right? We are going to buy this house, we'll fix it up, and we're going to put tenants in it. And you are young, right? You're not even in high school yet. By the time you graduate high school, it's going to be worth way more than that. Every year, it's going to go up in value, up in value, up in value. So by the time you become adults, you will have hundreds of thousands of dollars into this deal in equity, right? You're going to start with 148, which is why it's this home run of a deal. You're literally starting with a bunch of money of value there in equity. And then it's going to keep going up because it's in a fantastic area. It's in North Austin. Austin is growing like crazy. Tons of people are moving there, and it's a really great neighborhood. So the house is only about 17 years old. It was built in 2006, so it's still a young house. It needs a bunch of work, but it's all cosmetic work. And cosmetic is just the outside stuff, the simple stuff that you see. The stuff you don't see, the electrical, the plumbing, the quality of the windows and doors, that's all fine. We can keep all of those things. The simple stuff on the outside will change, and that doesn't cost too much money. They call it a lipstick remodel. It's like just putting on some lipstick and bada bing, bada boom, you're ready to go. Why would they charge it for so little if it's easy to fix? That's a good question. What do you mean by that? Why, why, she's asking why would it be so little amount of money that they want to sell it for? It's not easy for them. I think because mommy and daddy have done this a lot of times, a lot of times, almost 300 times when we've put money into a house before and we know how to fix things. And so it's kind of easy for us because it's what we do, right? But if someone hasn't done it before and they, they don't really know what to do to fix it or even where to start, that's where the problem occurs. They don't know how to fix it. And so that's a problem for them. 
So I think this is important for you to learn early. That's why we, when we buy this house, we'll literally take you ladies and you'll see, I'll show you step by step. Here's the flooring that we're gonna pick. Here's the paint we're gonna pick. Here's the money we're gonna decide to spend. And here's the things that we're gonna decide not to spend money on because there's a balance here of, hey, we're, we're fixing it up just good enough for rental, right? We don't wanna overdo it and make it way too fancy because we're spending money we're not gonna get back in monthly rent. So it's important that you learn these things because to your question, why don't the sellers just do it? They don't know how. Mommy and I have done it a lot of times, so that's why we're gonna take you along on this and you get to see step-by-step step how to do this. By the time you are adults, you'll probably have done this several times with us, but you'll know how to do this. You know now how to make money in a jewelry business you could probably start your own business that's not in jewelry and take all the same lessons and do it. Now we're teaching you the other side, the investing side. Here is how you invest in properties. And this is just one example of how you can invest, right? In this distressed single family real estate. But there's lots of things that we will talk through and show you as you continue to get older. But this is now your first deal and it's super exciting because you're gonna have instant equity in this deal and it's in a fantastic spot where it's really going to grow in value and appreciate. Well, isn't the house only bad because it's 17 years old? 17 years old for a house is not very old. I know you're nine and you think 17 is old, but we own lots of houses that are 100 years old or older, and they're still just fine. You can take the pieces of a house and you can replace them. Right? You can put in new windows, you can put in new electrical, you can put in new plumbing. You can just keep replacing it. There's places in the world where houses are literally hundreds of years old, and they're still good. You just change out the, the parts that break. So 17 is a, is a baby house. It's still pretty young. But how can we own the house and check to be 18 to own a house? So that's a great question because most kids do not own houses. Right? So how is it that you're going to own this house? So you can be any age and own a house. It's really that you can't be a kid and get a loan. So that's why we're going to do this together. The four of us are going to go in and buy this house together. So you and Brooklyn, you have a shared savings account. You're going to put in half the money. Mommy and I are going to put in half the money and we're going to own this together. So we have an LLC, which is a company. The company, anybody can own different pieces of it. So you're gonna own half the company, we're gonna own half the company. You're gonna put in half the money, we're gonna put in half the money, and the company is going to buy the house. It's not gonna be under our, our names, it's gonna be owned by the company name, and we're gonna own the company. Each of us, the four of us, right? 25% each. Are we also gonna have a loan for this? Yeah, so we'll get a loan. So we will buy the property, and then after we fix it up, we'll go back to the bank and we'll get a new loan for the property that we can have for a long time. And then we'll put tenants in it and it'll be a property that can just sit there and it's in a good neighborhood and it's a nice house. So we'll be able to just own this for a long time. While you girls are getting older, you're growing equity, which is, again, more money. That's not cash, but it's the money that is inside this house. So later on in life, we will have a bunch of these and you can either sell them, you can do whatever you want with them, but they will make you money every single month. Why would you even want a loan? I wouldn't want a loan because I get stressed out. It's like I don't have 
Netflix paid the monthly payment. So we're going to buy this house for $282,000. You girls are going to put $50,000 down on the deal. Mommy and I are going to put $50,000 down on the deal. So that's $100,000. But we need a total of $330,000 for this whole deal if we bought it in cash. So instead of spending all that money, we're going to go to the bank, and the bank is going to give us a loan for part of it. Now, where it's important to make sure you do the right loan with the bank is you need to make sure that the rent that comes in from the tenants is higher than the loan amount that you pay to the bank. Do you get to choose the amount for each month? Because if you do, you can just pick like a cent per month. (laughs) No, there is a formula that the bank will use and it'll be based on how much money you're going to borrow. But what if I borrow $20, then I could do a cent every month? Well, if you borrow $20, then you'd still have to come up with $331,980 in cash. And you don't have that much money yet. So once we get that loan in place, right, we're then going to be putting tenants into or renters into the home. Okay, we're going to have a set rental agreement with those tenants or renters that says you are going to be paying this much money a month. So it's in writing. And, and we're all going to sign it, and then the, the renters are going to sign it too. And that payment that they are going to pay is going to be more than the, the amount that we are paying on the loan. Why does the renters have to sign it? Well, there has to be some sort of agreement. They have to say, hey, I'm moving into this house, and I'm going to pay this amount. Or else they could just move in and just not pay anything. Oh, I thought you meant the renters are going to sign the loan paper. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. okay. The renters, they, they sign a loan, uh, or some, not a loan agreement, but a rental agreement with, with the four of us. Saying, I'm going to take care of the house. I'm going to be paying everything at this time, on this date. And if I don't, if it's five days late, then I get a fee. And if I don't make a payment in 30 days, then, you know, they could eventually be evicted, which means they can be kicked out if they don't pay. So what I really like about how we're structuring this is that mom and I are owning the deal with you. So you need an adult, like you asked, you need to be 18 in order to get a loan from the bank. So your mother and I will sign for the loan on the bank, but you will get to be 50-50 owner of it and receive every month the cash flow from the rents and you'll get to receive the equity buildup over years as the value of the property increases. Well, can't we and we're kind of stack each other up and then act like one, like act like we're old and like act like one person, and then we can just get alone. That might work. That totally sounds like Little Rascals. Do you yeah. guys remember Little Rascals? That they literally acted like they were, um, like I think it was like that's, Amish people. That's in a lot of shows. And they came in and they wore the the beards and everything. They tried to get a loan with the bank. Super funny. Did Side it work? note. No, they knew they pulled their beards, their fake beards. <laughs> And they're like, you guys are kids. <laughs> but this is tremendous practice for you because this is going to be one of many deals that you all are going to be owning. And so this is the first one you get practice on. And then we're going to keep building over time and purchase many properties so that by the time you guys are adults, you guys can do this on your own. You won't need our help to, to acquire property by getting a loan with us. You can do it on your own because you'll be adults. So the other thing that mommy and daddy are considering as we're setting this up because we know that we will together before you all turn 18 we'll buy multiple houses together now what this allows as 
perhaps you were not quite mature enough yet when you turned 18 or 19, you don't actually have the ability to sell the house. I am the signer for the house. I am the manager for the company, which really protects you as you get into college or into the younger stages of adulthood. And you may be trying to learn things and making mistakes. If you make a mistake, you don't have the actual option of selling this house and using that money and going crazy with the money. Or if you get married, uh, your husband doesn't have the option of taking that money from you and selling the house, right? Because it's held not by you, it's not in your name, it's in the company name. Now you own a piece of this company, but I am the manager of the company. So we actually can't sell the house until I sign on it, which protects you until you get old enough and mature enough to make some of these decisions to know what you want to do for yourself. So you have to be 18 to sell a house. No, you don't have to be 18 to sell a house, but you have to be 18 to get a loan to buy a house and you have to be the manager of a company if the the house is owned by a company. The fun thing about this though is we get to create a name for our company. The four of us have to de- decide on a name for our LLC. The friendly friends. Company. The friendly friends. Well, you have lots of ideas already. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> you say chicken wing company? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you think that we are like selling like chicken? What's going on? <laughs> Barbecue sauce. <laughs> we can leave the chicken inside the house. And then they can come into a bunch of rotten chicken. That's not a good thing. They're not going to live there then. <laughs> so ladies, do you have any advice for kids who are just getting started? They want to make a little bit of money and they want to grow and have a real business. What would your advice for them be? Just make sure that you save your money so you have enough money to participate in buying a house. Well, thanks for joining us today on The Donkey and the Bee. We hope that you learned something, that you're taking something away from this, that you're able to have your children listen to this if they have their own business and are saving money. Or even if you have your own business and you want to start investing in some properties, we hope that you took some gold nuggets from this and that you can um, apply it to your life. If you have not subscribed yet to our channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you are alerted on all our new and amazing content that we're going to be dropping in the future. And we will see you next time. Thanks for joining. Bye, everybody. Bye, people.